One of the, one of the greatest gifts uh, that I remember growing up was the fact that I lived so close to my grandparents. Um, I live across the street from my, my dad's family, and I'm only one town away growing up from my mom's family. And what we would do as all my cousins and things, during the summer, we would organize together what grandmother's house we were going to on what day. We would try and get as many of us as possible because the more people you had, the more friends you had, right? So I remember growing up and trying to get six, seven, eight of my, my cousins to one of my grandmother's house just so she could take care of us, like free babysitting, right? It was awesome. We would have a blast. We would play sports outside. We'd ride our bikes all over the place, um, video games, watch TV, eat junk food. It was awesome. The one thing that I do remember with that is that whenever you're really close with people, and especially kids, growing up, and you have these same group of friends that you're seeing every day, no doubt there will be fights. And there will be arguments, and they're playing games, and somebody's going to feel like they got slighted, so you're going to have a yelling match, and then this one's going to hate that one, and that one's not going to talk to this one, and all this other stuff. And we knew how to fight. <laughs> we were good at it. But without a doubt, when all, of our grand, when all the grandkids were together, there would be a fight, and we would have to go to Mama, and Mama would look at us, and she would say, she, her favorite advice was the golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. And that was her ongoing refrain. Treat others as you want to be treated. So it didn't matter if I, if I was mad at my cousin for changing the channel, or if this one I felt cheated in the game. Treat others as you want to be treated. Today, Jesus is breaking open that same kind of theme when he's talking about forgiving debts. And this theme of forgiveness is something that's very powerful and very central to the Christian life, but it's also a very hard thing to do. See, in the reading today, we have this debtor. We have this guy who owes money to his master. The scriptures today says that it was a huge amount. Well, what is a huge amount? In another gospel, it says 10,000 talents. Now, we don't understand what a talent is, most of us. So, a talent was about 15 years' wages. So, if you work for 60 years of your life, you earn four talents. And this guy owes 10,000 talents. 150,000 years wages. He's not paying this debt back. Obviously. He, he, there's no way. They don't have bankruptcy. It's not like he, he's not paying this debt back. So the master, seeing this huge debt, decides what he's going to do until the servant pleads with him. Please, please. Give me more time, and I will pay you back in full. The master knows he's not getting this money back. But he still has compassion on this man who heartfelt, who's heartfelt in his request of, please give me time. He has compassion on him, and he forgives the loan. He forgives the debt. Now, this servant turns to his friend, 
who owes him a much smaller amount. Some translations will say somewhere around 10 days wages. So it's pennies compared to what he owed. And he's not so merciful. When the same thing is asked of him, please give me more time, I'll pay you back in full. He chokes him and has him thrown into prison. The master obviously finds out what's going on and brings justice upon the situation. End of the parable. But Jesus has a line at the very end of today's gospel that he tells the crowds that is quite striking. So will my heavenly Father do to you unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. So will my heavenly Father do to you unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. As in every Mass, and most Christians every day, when we pray the Our Father, we gla- oftentimes I catch myself glazing over the words because it's just one of those rote, kind of memorized prayers that we can all speed through. But there is a petition in the Our Father that is one of the most outstanding and spectacular petitions that we will ever pray. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive us as we forgive others. Essentially what we are asking is, God, judge me the same way that I judge others. If I'm forgiving, if I'm, if I'm merciful, if I'm compassionate to those around me, then be compassionate with me. But if I'm strict, if I have a tendency to be a hard judger of others, judge me hard. We say this prayer, and I, I know I don't think about this all the time. A lot of times I just kind of glaze over that petition and amen. But it's a central thing, it's a central theme of the Christian life is to forgive others as God has forgiven us. See, our heritage, going all the way back to our first parents, is one of a great debt. Our first parents fall to sin, eat the fruit in Eden, and we've all had original sin, that debt in a way, kind of handed down to us. We're, we owe our master a great amount. But through baptism, through the sacramental life of the church and reconciliation, through every mass where venial sin is forgiven, we're given that compassion. We're looked upon with compassion. We're offered that mercy and that grace where the debt is white clean. All we have to do is ask. All we have to do is open ourselves to God's mercy. But how is it, how often do we stand in the place of that servant and turn and judge our brothers and our sisters? Or, how often are we, are we slow to forgive 
our brothers and our sisters who may have offended us. Now, whenever I say forgive, forgiveness can, sometimes can be misunderstood. I don't mean blindly trusting them again, because quite honestly, some things that happen hurt. And it would be more foolish than forgiving for us to completely blindly trust somebody. I don't mean that we have to feel like they're our best friend like they used to be or something like that. Like the relationship doesn't have to go to exactly what it was. Again, might be foolish if you've been hurt in this relationship. Nor do I feel like you have to be completely healed or I have to be completely healed to forgive. Forgiveness is first a decision. Forgiveness is first something that we say, there has been an injustice, but I'm willing to love you beyond that injustice. To not hold it against you. To be compassionate as our Father is with us, as the Master is with His servant in today's reading. And forgiveness oftentimes, it's not a one-time decision, but again and again and again depending on how deep the hurt is. So like we say, I forgive so-and-so, the next day whenever you're, when you're frustrated with them, when you're working out of that same hurt, I choose to forgive you again. And the next, and the next, and the next. See, it's in this kind of life, it's in this kind of uh, commitment to loving those around us with compassion, to loving those around us with mercy, that we start to reflect that same mercy that God has for us. God follows my grandmother's beautiful advice. Do we? Do we love others the way that we have been loved? God's open and God is willing today in this Mass to offer His mercy, His abiding presence with you to be with you, to forgive you, and receive you with open arms. What we have received, do we communicate it to others? We ask God that he may, he may forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us.